1: We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. In this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to seven eight five eight three three. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers seven eight five eight three three.
2: Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Transmitting across America.
1: we got two big stars on today's show. Uh, Parker McCollum will perform and Ryan Reynolds. Ever heard of him? Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Uh, morning, studio. Morning. morning. Hope everybody's feeling good. I feel good. It's Friday. Or as I like to call it. Friday? Do you? No, I just call it Friday. <laughs> <laughs> but I say it with a little um like Friday.
2: Yeah.
1: Um Yesterday in Tell Me Something Good, Eddie had a story about a, a phone line you could call and these kindergartners pump you up with positivity. It was called... Pep Talk. Pep Talk. P-E-P-T-O-C. Yeah, so you just give them a call. And they d- so Lunchbox decided that he would call this. Um, over the last month or so, Lunchbox got a decent amount of backlash on air and online over his feelings towards producer Abby. Oh. Just kind of being angry at her. Um, so
3: you called the number. I called the number to talk to the kids because if they can give me a good, you know, motivational speech, that's what I needed in my life right now. Instead of hearing everybody tell me how I need to be fired... Maybe they could uh, inspire me. Okay. We're seeing if they can change them up. Okay. Here we go.
4: Hi. Welcome to Pep Talk, a public art project by Westside School. Please listen to the following options for encouraging messages. If you're feeling mad, frustrated, or nervous, press 1. If you need a Pep Talk from kindergarteners, press 2.
3: Hey, guys. It's Lunchbox, you know, from the Bobby Bone Show on the radio, and everybody's been giving me a hard time lately telling me I suck and I need to be fired and I don't deserve to be here, and it's just really getting me down. Bro.
0: In yourself.
3: I do believe in myself. It's just I have a different opinion, so everyone thinks I'm a jerk. It's okay to be different. But being different means nobody likes me. We all really like you. Thanks, guys. I like you, too. This is a lot of fun. You guys have really picked up my spirits. It's just the problem is everyone wants me to lose my job, and they think, I don't deserve to be here. The world is a better place with you in it. I just, I want Abby to understand she's not good at singing. Oh. And I, I I just need that to get through her head. Like, she has a thick skull, I guess, and she doesn't understand she's not good. Be nice. All right, I'll do a better job of trying to be nice. Thank you guys so much. You guys were such a huge help. We love you. Okay.
1: I'm yeah. being told, though, now that he edited all that together. Oh. Well, that's
0: exactly what it sounded. I was like, what? Yeah, I
1: was, yeah, me too. I was wondering who he was talking to. Like, and was anyone listening?
0: So it's a recording.
1: Were you trying to pull one over on us? Yep. Okay, yes, it's a recording. (laughs) And he heard all of it first and then built his conversation into it.
0: (laughs) But I like the whole concept idea.
1: Did it work? Did it
3: make him feel better?
1: Uh, Can you imagine (laughs) if you, yeah. Okay, first question, did you feel better?
3: I mean, I wish I could have talked to them. <laughs> I, I would like to see uh, like how they respond to my questions and how I'm feeling. Also, if you could just call and talk to kids, that would be creepy. Yeah. You can't do that.
1: Yeah, it has to be. Lunchbox is like, I would love to talk to a five-year-old.
0: <laughs> Lunchbox no, 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 should set up know. a line where he called. Like his, could you imagine if he was had a pep talk line and like people called to talk to him? How much get... do
5: you weigh? <laughs> <laughs> what? No,
1: no, I mean, no, it would just be no, bad. No. Um, okay, Lunchbox, you got one. There you go. You got one over on us. Yeah. But as long as you are better and more positive. Yeah, thanks to the kids. Thanks to the kids. All right, that's it. Let's get going here at today's show. Thank you guys for hanging out. Let's go over and open up, ooh, the scandalous mailbag. You
2: send an email and we read
1: it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Did I just say scandal because they talk about it's a sugar daddy story? Here, oh. Here we go. Hello, Bobby Bones. I met my current boyfriend five months ago, but at the time, he was only my sugar daddy. Hmm. I'm 28. He's 39. That's not so old to be a sugar daddy. It's 11 years. Yeah. Uh, We quickly realized we had a much deeper connection and began seriously dating. We're now talking about marriage. After discovering how much I hate my job, he offered me $30,000 to quit and take six months off to find out what I really wanted to do. He even offered me a job at his business. I held out for three months because I don't want his money. I just want a new job. The real problem is that my ex-boyfriend is my current boss and it makes my job miserable. I thought I found a great new job, but learned yesterday I did not get it. I'm now thinking about taking my boyfriend up on his offer, but it's a lot of money and I feel weird about it. I don't care about his money, I just want to be with him. What should I do? Signed, anonymous. Well, a sugar daddy relationship is so interesting to me because it sounds like they had something agreed to.
0: Because at some point she cared about his money.
1: Mm-hmm. The very beginning, right? Mm-hmm.
0: When she was the so, sugar baby,
1: because mm-hmm. you don't get into that relationship <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. at all.
1: Yeah, without it being something financial. So to go now, I don't care about his money. Because maybe it turn into love. What I would say is maybe it's not as important in the scheme of the relationship as it used to be. Maybe it right. rank- but you still care because it's how you met. So that's also a weird situation. Like, do you have that conversation? Like, okay, I'm gonna be your sugar daddy, and here are the rules.
0: Yeah, because maybe they met on a sugar daddy site
1: maybe we don't know i know um so okay he says he'll give her 30,000 bucks and take time off can, can
0: she just like because they're together and it, can she just take the time off or does she have to take the money and like he can help make sure that you know if she needs bills paid or i don't know that the is living a situation but like you don't have to take $30,000 that's you don't have to say, oh, I don't want to take the money," but I will take you up on maybe me having some time to figure out what I really want to do, and I can come work for you while I do that. Well,
1: that well, if she's figuring out what she wants to do, maybe she's not working for him. True. So, but the, maybe there is a listen. If he's offering it, I would just take it. <gasps> yeah. if,
0: That's if, a lot of money. Okay, but maybe he
1: has ten million,
0: oh.
2: and he
1: wouldn't have offered it if he didn't have it. Okay. If and I do this too. There are a lot of times people are like, "Hey, I'd like to do this," and I'm like, "Oh, I don't know." No. I've started to be better. Like, if someone offers it. I'm going to accept them for they really are offering it for me to have and they would like for me to have it because I offer things and people are like, oh, I don't, and I'm like, just take it. I literally want to help. I would say you do care about the money, first of all. Let's get that straight. And then secondly, you don't have to take all of it. But if you want to go and he's offering you this chance to go and find yourself, you should go do it. So take him up on the offer of taking some time off and you guys can work out your own financial arrangement. But if he's offering 30000 that must not be that much to him. If she, if you don't want to take it, hit me up. I'll take some time <laughs> off. I love it. And take I the know. money. Would you take the money? Yes. I, I
6: mean, I don't know. I, maybe I'm a bad sugar baby or whatever, but uh, that scenario sounds great no, to me. No, that's
2: being
0: a good sugar baby. She's out of that role now. I think she would take the money if she was still a sugar baby, mm-hmm. but she's I, moved on to girlfriend.
6: In the back of my mind, I'd probably think like, ooh, strings attached. Like, what, yes, what am I course. getting into?
1: But, but the strings now are, you're just in a relationship. The relationship strings.
6: Right you're getting paid to be in a relationship.
1: Well, no. In a weird way, yes. He's taking care of you <laughs> while you yeah, I mean. In a weird way, yeah. yeah. If he, if she wasn't already her sugar baby, that's a weird thing to
0: say. <laughs> I know, it is.
1: I would be like, hey, don't take that money, but let him help you. You're already there, take the money. Yeah, I agree with that. This is not gonna last anyway.
0: Am I? This
1: is not gonna last. Go find your calling. If he's offering you the money, take it. Go ahead live a good life. And be better about when you offer, Hopefully people accept you, and when people offer you, you accept what they're offering you. There you go. Close up the mailbag.
5: We got your email, and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah.
2: Fun Fact
1: Friday. The five most fun facts of the week as found by Amy.
3: Number five.
0: Prince left behind a vault of unreleased music containing enough material to put out an album every year for a century.
1: Wow, (laughs) that's a long time. It is. Also, the music must not be that good, or he'd put it out (laughs) as like the high, like the favorites. I'm saying it. It could be good. Probably, dim wasn't great. Or he to put it out when he was alive.
0: How much, does, how, how much music does the Raging Idiots have in a vault?
1: Uh, zero. Well, no, no, not true. <laughs> two, maybe two yeah, or three. Yeah, maybe like two or three songs <laughs> that we decided not to put out. Yeah. Man, yeah.
6: one of them, we might have to wait till all of us die
1: before we put that out. Yeah, there's one we wrote that's very personal that we, it would create and what they call an S storm. Oh yeah. <laughs> you heard
0: it? I've heard it. We
1: even recorded it in the studio. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I have a song idea to do with y'all. Go ahead. If y'all want to get together one day. Go ahead. Why well, don't I don't have the pitch right here. It's just an yeah, idea do. that I have. Okay, it's about cereal. And like it, it's it'd be about cereal. It'd be a love song to cereal about cereal. I have some ideas of how to Get there with it, but I thought it'd be a fun raging idiot song. Maybe we'll sit because a lot of people are passionate about cereal.
1: Together, me, me, you, and Eddie. For
0: years, I didn't eat cereal because it wasn't a bad food list for me. Because a trainer once told me when I was like twenty four, she judged me for eating cereal. So then I never ate it, and then now cereal's back in my life, and I love it. And then like I had all these comments on Instagram when I post about it. Caitlin even put one because it was cereal in a mug. She's like, cereal in a mug just hits different, and it's like that's it. It, it does. It's the best. And cereal for dinner, cereal. like, I don't know this whole thing about cereal. Okay, if All y'all right. want
1: to collab, I, like it, Amy. I think we could probably collab. I think we <laughs> just
2: write it. We could write that song. Okay. Sure. Number four.
0: This one's for Ray. George Washington was surprisingly tall for a man in the 18th century. He was six two. At the wow, time... I
1: picture him as a little fella.
0: Exactly, because the average male back then was 5'6".
1: I wonder where this was going to Ray, but that's what it... Ray, you'd have been average. in... I, I was born in the wrong era, honestly. 1700s, <laughs> <Yes. 1700, laughs> you'd have rocked it, dude. Number three. That, that last one was fun for everybody but Ray, by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, go ahead.
4: Number three.
0: Oh, uh, so this hurts. The average American spends about $70,000 on takeout and delivery in their lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. I mean, if you want to know where to cut back on money fast, like if you're trying to save, for us, for sure. uh, that and takeout and delivery. Yeah, Take which I mean, Starbucks. I feel good for restaurants that are doing the takeout. That's good for them, and the delivery drivers—they're making money. And so, I mean, it's good for the economy. That's what I tell myself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look at you being
2: selfless. For <laughs> I the economy. Know. Yeah. Number two.
0: So Michael Jordan's NBA contract included a "for the love of the game" clause, which allowed him to play basketball anytime anywhere for any reason. And here's why that was special. It's because NBA contracts, they can prevent players from playing pickup games because of injury and stuff like that. But not Michael Jordan. If you want to play ball, he got to play ball.
1: There are some players who have injured themselves on motorcycles, skiing. And so when you have something you've invested millions of dollars in, you don't want them being reckless. So that's sort of why that rule is in play. Number one.
0: So the pilot episode of Lost was so expensive that the network president was fired for greenlighting the project. It was about 10 to 14 million. It's the most expensive pilot ever at that time. And obviously they didn't know how successful it was going to end up being, but that poor guy lost his job. (laughs) They hired him back after it.
1: Had
6: to, right?
1: (laughs) Was anyone here a big Lost fan?
6: That pilot was amazing because the whole setup of that show is great, and I watched about. Not what I asked. Yeah, I I, I watched three seasons. (laughs) Oh, you did. Okay, got it. And then I got lost, and and I gave up on it.
0: Uh, Last summer, my family and I started watching it, and I thought, well, this will be a fun thing that will have a lot of episodes to get through. We got through like episode three. And then you got lost. <laughs> so I got downloaded
6: lost. the pilot and never watched it. Oh, <laughs> well, you never got it's lost. All different this. stages. Yeah, I mean, I'm still it,
0: found actually. When it was one of the biggest shows ever, I mean, and we were on air and we never were able to talk about it. we had to bring in, um, was it Softball Ricky or Absolutely. whomever to like give a lost report? Because
1: That's when there it, were only four channels, kids, <laughs> way back in the day. All right, there you go. Fun
2: Fat Friday. Yeah. Yeah. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good.
0: This one's for all the contractors out there. It's going to inspire you. JT's Building and Construction responded to a normal call, like a price quote. Like, hey, our dad just had to have knee surgery again. We need a wheelchair ramp ASAP. This happened suddenly. He's like, yeah, no problem. I can come out there. When he met the family, realized the situation, and it all was happening so fast, he built it. And then when they're like, hey, we're going to pay you, he's like, you know what? No charge. Refused their money, said there's no cost. He just wanted to help the family out, and here they are talking about it. I called about 50 contractors, and three of them got back with me. And one of which was Jerry with JT
2: Buildings.
6: There was no cost. It came to the point where it was... Minimal dollars, and it was a good gesture that I just felt I had to do for
5: her. one man helping another man in need, and, and we, we need a lot more of that in this world. It's a
1: cold, cruel world, and there's a lot of negativity out there. The most surprising part: the contractor got it done in time when he said he would do it.
6: Yeah, that's shocking. <laughs> that never happens. That guy don't
1: it happen, <laughs> Yeah. When's it done? April. When's it really done? <laughs> November. Yeah. Yeah. of the next year. Yeah. Uh, good for him. We we love stories where people help out when they don't have to. That's awesome. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. All
0: right. If you want to look cute and feel comfortable at the same time when you're, you know, at a festival or a concert because it's festival and concert season right now, it's going to be all about the boots. And Takova's boots is where it's at. That is your stop before attending your next concert. I've loved my tacovas anytime I wear them or I get a new pair. They feel comfortable on the first wear. I don't have to break them in. Tacovas' has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. And all Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, which is super cool. They've got timeless styles that are always on trend. And really, you just got to stop by your local Tacova store, try them on for yourself and see what I'm talking about. You can have a complimentary drink while you're there, shop new styles, the smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, which I love. And they've got regular live music and events. There's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for uh, some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on uh, being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay them You know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in Hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. and hey, Join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted, audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Amy's been talking about her missing Texas A&M class ring. There's a $550 reward, anyone who finds it. It says uh, Moffitt on it.
0: Amy E. Moffitt or A-E-M. I know that my initial or name is on it on the inside.
1: Well, there is something I want to play you here. Uh, Being that money is involved, Lunchbox has had interest in helping Amy find her class ring. Okay. So. You said
0: his name and instantly I'm deflated.
1: He's been reaching out to places where you lived, where you think your house was broken into and it was stolen.
3: Yeah. So who'd you call, Lunchbox? I called a pawn shop in uh, right by Amy's old house. And so, any chance
1: that he calls and this guy knows where the ring is? Maybe. Okay. I wouldn't bring it up if there wasn't a chance. Okay. Here is Lunchbox (laughs) calling a pawn shop where Amy used to live in North Carolina.
3: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, man, I'm calling because my coworker lost her college class ring and I was trying to see if you maybe had it there in your uh, store. Oh jeez. we got a lot of rings. What kind of ring is it? Uh, it it would be a woman's ring. It's gold, and it should be Texas A and M, and it would be class of two thousand three, or just the number two thousand three. Not sure if it says class or it just has the number. Okay, well, hold on. And he said it's college, not high school, right? Hold on a second. I mean, like-
1: okay, so what do we think happens? Come on. Do you think he he has seen the ring? He has the ring. Or he just is like, now nah, we got nothing.
0: This would be crazy. Uh, uh-huh.
1: I I wouldn't bring it up if there wasn't something to it. Well, obviously, yeah.
0: he's like, hold on, I'm going to go look. I have a lot of rings.
1: Do you think he has the ring now? He had the ring and someone uh, bought it or...
0: But why would someone buy it? Okay. Like...
1: Old, I mean, an old class ring for a college, you think, It's school? gold. I don't know. What do you think?
0: I mean, I hope he has it.
1: Okay, you're going to go with, I
3: hope he has it. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Okay. I got some rings back in here. Hold on a second. All yeah. right, let me look here. And it would have the name, it would be engraved Amy uh, E. Moffitt. I don't know about that, but let me see here. Let me see what kind of rings I got. All right. Uh, um, I got one from the University of Chicago. Uh, no, no, no. A very nice. Very nice. $250. No, no, no. I'm looking for this <laughs> specific ring from Texas A&M. So University of Chicago doesn't do me any good. Uh, Texas A&M them. I don't know. Alright, let me see if there's anything in here. I, wait a minute. This one might do it. It's a red stone with yellow
4: gold and it's just like $200. It's
3: <laughs> Texas. No, it's not Texas. It's not A&M but it is universal. Listen to what I'm okay. saying. I don't know if you're listening to me. <laughs> I am looking Too for off. a... You're not because you keep going to different rings. I need a Texas A&M class of 2003 with Amy E. Moffitt engraved in it. I don't I want... I got a yellow gold ring. I told you with a red stone. In it. Obviously, you're just trying to sell me a ring. I don't want just any ring. I mean, I... Sure. Yeah. All right. <laughs> bye. I got rings. <laughs> I love it. Why are you yelling at me? Why are you yelling, yelling at that poor guy, guy? dude. Because I started getting frustrated because he kept just... T- and he would tell me, Oh, I got this ring, $150. No, I'm not trying to buy any ring. He's like, a oh.
0: businessman making business deals. So
3: he would try to sell me a different ring. And I was like, I want Amy's ring. So no luck. So I hung up. Okay. Oh, oh, man. Sorry, Amy.
0: I know I was hopeful, but honestly, once I found out he was involved, I thought you're going to play a voicemail from a listener that's mm-hmm. like, Oh my goodness. I was in Southern Pines and I was looking on the ground and there was your ring.
1: Mm. That's not what I'll <laughs> you <saying> at all. <laughs> I
0: was digging for a flower bed and it was just there. She's
1: still looking for the ring if anybody finds it.
2: Here's Amy's pile of stories.
0: So there's a couple. They each make about $175,000 a year. Okay, flex. I know. Um, But they've always kept their finances separate. So the woman wants her man to pay her to have a kid. She's asking for $50,000 in lost salary for the next six months and another fifty grand if she ends up taking a full year off.
1: Okay, unconventional. Yeah. I think everybody's like, huh? Never heard of but this. But here is, as I'm listening to her tell me this, if they have completely separate finances, why should she have to take a hit in hers because she's having a baby? I mean, this is the struggle that women have in general with having a baby and trying to work. And, and that's where she's coming from, And it right? isn't fair. Right. Yes, absolutely. So if they're both basing their relationship and their finances off what they can make individually, it isn't fair to her that she has to stop making money. And he doesn't. So I, I under – it feels odd that this has to happen in a marriage. But if it's – their relationship is based on living a life – separately to build together, then her side also needs to be fueled. I don't know about the 50,000. I don't know, but but, but uh, she has a point.
0: Yeah, people online are split about it. Yeah. Some, some think that it's a fair request since they've even kept their finances separate, um, but some people are saying it just feels gross and transactional.
1: It only feels gross because it's not how they were taught. It does feel weird, but all weird's not bad. And again, why should she have to suffer financially and he doesn't and she has to have the baby? It's not fair to her.
6: I would say, well, that's
1: life. But that but, I mean, it that's fair, but it isn't fair that a woman has to accept less because mm-hmm. she has to have the baby. It's yeah. just not that, you know, it's only life because we've said it's life. I think women should have so much more leave than they get. But why not? Well, that's life. <laughs> that's life. is not a good answer. That doesn't fix
0: things. Yes. Yeah. That you can, we can fix.
1: I've never heard of this. I'll probably never Ever. hear of this again. It's right.
0: <laughs> wild. But if but it works for them. But she shouldn't
1: be penalized and he continued to if they are paying things from their separate accounts. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's what I'm saying. That's It's t- a tough one, but Logic Judge says she has a point.
0: Well, when they do become parents, I hope they're ready to help with their kids' homework. I don't know how they're going to divide that up, but <laughs> a new poll found that basically half of parents don't know what they're doing and their kids are better off doing their homework on their own. And parents even use bribes like, hey, you can do this. I'll give you extra time on video games. Or some parents are going straight cash, which I'm like, if you're having to pay your kid to just try to do it all on their own, you might as well put that money towards a tutor. I'm looking into hiring Mike D's wife to help tutor my daughter with some things that I'm not understanding. Science? Yes. Yeah. That's a particular where we need, particularly where we need extra help for sure. Yeah. And it's like, well, I might as well, I am they're going to waste a bunch of time trying to help her or I can get an expert like Mike D's wife to come in who's willing and loves to tutor and have her do it.
1: So is it that parents don't want to help their kids they don't understand it? They don't
0: understand it. Yeah. And then it's like they're making matters worse.
1: So you just said you don't understand science for your daughter. Any math issues?
0: She's good at math. So you don't have to. Okay. (laughs) So it doesn't
1: matter if you don't know because she does.
0: Yeah.
6: Eddie, you? Oh, I tried one time to help him with math and I thought I nailed it and he came back with an F. (laughs) Last time I helped him with homework.
0: Yeah. I mean, I would say Eddie falls into that 50%.
6: it was, they were all the right answers, but how I got there and showed him to get there was not the way the teacher taught it, so I failed. He didn't write, my dad Googled it? (laughs) No, he didn't write that.
1: All right, Amy, what else?
0: So I have some dollyisms that are actually good to just keep in your back pocket when you need encouragement. Like, it's hard to be a diamond in a rhinestone world, which means why blend in when standing out is so much more fun? One of my favorites is... When she said, I know I'm not dumb and I know I'm not blonde. And basically that means, you know who you are so who cares what other people think about you?
1: And the joke was too that she's not really blonde. Right. Yes. I love joke. that.
0: And then another, it costs a lot of money to look this cheap. <laughs> what she means there is all that matters is being yourself and feeling great about it. And I didn't
1: take that from that joke. That literal joke like it costs a lot of money to look this <laughs> Like She has a aesthetic that some people will go like oh she kind of looks uh-huh.
0: Dolly put this up herself with the explanation um, um, fine
1: not what I took from is my
2: point
0: yeah find out who you are and do it on purpose and from that she means learn from your experiences and then live the life that you want to live all right there you go I'm Amy that's my pile
2: that was Amy's pile of stories it's time for the good news with Lunchbox something good
3: Malachi Coleman had a rough childhood at the age of six years old. Him and his sister were put in the foster care system. Two years later, a family adopts him, raises him. And all of a sudden, Malachi becomes a football star, gets a scholarship at the University of Nebraska. He's like, man, I want to give back. So he started an organization and all his NIL money, he gets all this money for being a college athlete. He's like, I'm not going to spend it on myself. He gives it to kids in the foster care system and pays for their extracurricular Woo! activities. Extracurricular activities. You, you, you can do it. got it. Come try on. It again. Then he pays for their extracurricular... Yeah, yeah. You got it. Yeah, try it again. Hold on. <laughs> he pays See, all the
1: story now is this. <laughs> I know. No, no, but it, he, he... Not Malachi. <laughs> yeah, not Malachi. <laughs> yeah, not Malachi. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Malachi. <laughs> he, he, University his, of Nebraska, <laughs> guys, doing it <a> right. No, <laughs> his
3: organization is Fly Like Chai, or Kai. <laughs> okay. but it's C A. Malachi. Fly fly like Kai. Like Kai. Kai. But uh, the Chi Town... Extra way? Extra... Extracurricular, curricular, curricular, yeah, curricular. On. There we go. There curricular. go. Got it. No, no, no. Guess, hold oh on. Do it oh, again. Extracurricular, curricular. There it Curricular. That's it. it Extracurricular. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh boy. I don't know which one's better—the story or him hitting it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they both. But they both give me hope. Okay, that's yes, pretty, awesome, that's pretty
3: awesome. He's out there dancing, hot, hot, <laughs> hot, and then they pay him some money. He's he just
1: like, wanted to yell that. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Malachi, great job, buddy. That is what it's all about. That
6: was tell me something good. All
0: right, if you want to look cute and feel comfortable at the same time when you're, you know, at a festival or a concert because it's festival and concert season right now, it's gotta be all about the boots. And Takova's boots is where it's at. That is your stop before attending your next concert. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in Hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%.
1: audible.com slash the boar's nest yesterday we we're talking with the doctor and you were talking about how sometimes you feel rage and we talked about the hormone mm-hmm. that makes that happen Yeah. Uh, so I found the story on rage a survey found that 41% of employees who rage quit or emotionally or impulsively leave their jobs uh, regret it some try to get them back some just wish they wouldn't have done mm-hmm. that because it hurts them later yeah. you know I think sometimes we glorify these stories about people walking and being like screw you screw you kick over a table I quit and we're like, wow. But in the end, it does come back to hurt them because don't ever call the people they used to work for and be like, hey, they good to hire? And like, well, let me show you this viral video. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you think?
0: <laughs> don't let them down as a reference. So <laughs>
1: rage is tough because how to fix rage immediately is react to it. And at times when I'm feeling like, oh, I must respond quickly, I have to go, okay. I know you're telling you, like everything about you wants to do it now, but let me talk to you as, as the cloud. That's that's watching over you for long periods of time, not just the guy that's with you. The cloud says you should chill out for a second. And if you still feel this way, three hours, then go ahead. Go to town, buddy. Yeah. Give it to business. But give yourself three hours because you will regret this. And most times I'm able to have that. And I can make wise decisions because of that. Occasionally I'm not. But most times I'm able to have that control. Is that I'm so out of control that, that some – my cloud, which I refer to it as, my outer being that looks over me—not just now, but always—and go, hey, buddy, don't don't do that right now. You're going to hate yourself later for it. So it's tough, though, because all you want to do is jump in the pool, like Amy.
0: Oh no, I mean that wasn't or rage. That was stab someone, like Amy.
2: I've never stabbed anyone.
1: Yeah, it's not the news yet, but well, right. yeah. <laughs> it will be. All right, <laughs> let's go over to Amy and get in her morning corny. <laughs> The morning corny.
0: What do you call a fish wearing a bow tie?
1: What do you call a fish wearing a bow tie?
0: So fish <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: That
2: was the
0: morning
3: corny.
2: The Friday morning conversation with
4: Parker McCollum.
1: Parker texted me was like, hey, you gonna be up on the show tomorrow? i'm coming up and i was like yeah i
4: was like what if i wasn't
5: what if he came up well you know none of us were here on my calendar all it ever says is bobby bones uh-huh. so sometimes it's like you come in and you do you'll do like some liners or something and leave or you'll do you know it's like i don't even know if i'm actually gonna be on <laughs> the bobby bones i just thought
1: it was like, "Hey, i'm gonna come to your show you gonna be there I said, yeah, "Yes, sir. I am going to be there." He's like, "All right, cool."
2: And then I thought, "Man, do people ever just come up here and I'm
5: not here? Are
1: you guys scheduling interviews just for fun?" I
6: guess and the, so. The
5: one time you were out of town, I did the thing like taking over your office or something, going through all your stuff on camera. It was on camera. Don't I
1: worry. I think I saw that. Well,
6: that was just me and Parker.
1: Yeah, again, that's just. I think you guys yeah. just an artists up to have fun. Yeah. Hey, I want to try something. When you were walking in, I, your song's always on my head. You know,
2: why oh, you always angry?
1: And so, thank you. Thank you. I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> but. I was thinking about it, and I wrote the first four lines to a parody. And I don't want really to do parodies anymore. But play me—you know—don't sing, but play me the chorus on your guitar. All right, sure. here we go. I'm gonna. you want it.
5: that same key? Yeah, I know. Okay. My, I mean, what, what do I know? All right. Well, sure. Here we
1: go. So why <laughs> so, you got it? I'll start it.
2: So why are you always hungry? Why don't you just eat lunch? There's lots of leftovers. (laughs) Just go and heat it up and use the microwave and clear off the screen when you're done. Just stop whining that you're hungry. Don't know the rest. And I never got this far with the song. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank
5: you. It's our first duet. Why are
2: you always hangry? You didn't sing, though.
5: Oh, I thought you were taking it home.
1: (laughs) I've never heard anyone take it home more than I just took it home.
5: No, that's all the way home.
0: You ever
1: get on stage, and uh, this is on both sides of it, where one night you feel like, man, I'm killing it. Like, my voice is good. Mm -hmm. I'm on, like, just, and you're like, man, this is one of those rare nights where everything is perfect. And then at the same time, do you have nights where you're like, man, everything is wrong. Like, I'm not hitting. Does that, do those happen often on either side?
5: Man, I, I'm just so critical of it. Um, it's always the second
1: one every night. It's like, oh, uh, oh man. Well,
5: we just as soon as we walk off the bus, me and the band, or uh, as soon as we walk off the stage, the band and I are always sitting there. You know, how'd your ear sound? How did it, you know? What'd you think? What the? You know, and sometimes we feel like we play terrible, or I sound terrible. But the crowd energy is so electric; it doesn't even matter. You know, so I'm I'm in my head about it every single night. We record every show, listen to every show. You do? Oh yeah.
0: Oh, like game tape.
5: Essentially, wow. Kind of like watching film you're gonna drive
0: yourself crazy
1: oh it it
5: drives me insane i just want it to be perfect i'm
1: a big believer in getting better but if i did that i couldn't do it every night because i would always hate myself
5: yeah it's uh we usually get on the bus and somebody will be listening to the show and they'll be like "Listen," and so it's i don't know that's tough
1: good for you wow do you feel like you get better from it
5: uh i hope so
1: do you ever say anything stupid like when you're talking and you hear oh. it back and you're like, "Why did I say that?" Oh,
5: all the time. There's a video <laughs> on the internet. One night we were playing somewhere in like Kansas or something. on was big outdoor stage. It was super windy and it was just blowing the whole show. And at some point, it's like on TikTok or something. It popped up recently. That sounds so stupid. I'm like, I'm like, how much wind can there be? It has to go all the way around the world at one point. Like, surely we're going to run out of wind before the end of this show. If it goes all the way around. Like, it has to go to the other side at some point. There's no way there's any wind left. And after the show you're like what is he talking <laughs> about you know what does that even mean yeah, so deep yeah
1: <laughs> well listen it's really, really smart i was working on a couple of the lines here for song. Oh, the song it's gonna parody. be a smash yeah well because the, the
2: second verse so it goes why are you always hungry? why don't you just eat lunch there's lots of leftovers just go and heat it up and i
1: feel like a food uh-huh. reference here like um maybe have some pasta oh. In the drawer, there's a grilled cheese. I like that. Right, so hold, uh, let me find because cheese.
2: What's a man have to do? Oh, hold on, hold on. No, don't know. No, no, I'm writing the song I here. I got it. I got it though. No, hold on, man. So what's have to do to be loved by you? And I would be like, chew. I need some food. Like
1: that's yeah. why I'm chasing that last part. You're there. chasing the hits. What you're yeah, chasing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I do. I chase this all day, all the time.
5: <laughs> I, I believe you.
1: All right, from the from the top. Three, two. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to count. I don't know what's happening here. All
2: right, here we go. So are you always hangry? Why don't you just eat lunch? There's tons of leftovers. Just go and heat it up. Maybe have some pasta. In the drawer there's a grilled cheese. You don't have to tell me. Don't have... You can't do please. It's got to go you... To be
5: loved. Oh,
0: yeah, Amy stuff. was going to be so,
2: off there. I had
1: it. Yeah, no. I, it, I, it I'm going to work on this all night. It's you so got time. I'm
5: never going to bring it up again. I've I'm got a pro- hundred that are that, uh, that finished, close. that are that close. So
1: Just shut up and eat some food. I'm pretty much there. <laughs> I'm pretty much there. <laughs> I love it. Parker McCollum, follow him, at Parker McCollum. He's a great guy. I consider him a friend. It's all on my calendar. And there he is. Parker McCollum, <laughs> everybody. Yeah, Thank good you. to see you, buddy. All right, on the phone right now is Abby. Abby, thank you for calling the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on?
0: Hey, Bobby, I have a question that has been brewing since you and Caitlin got married. Okay. I thought this whole time your last name was actually Bones until you got married and Caitlin started posting your real last name. So I know I could Google this and figure out how you got Bones, but I really wanted to hear it from you how you ended up with the name Bobby Bones.
1: And I've never said Bones was my real last name for listeners. I've always said, hey, it's not. And every once in a while I'd be like, this is my real last name. But then I felt like I was going to get my identity stolen. But now that I have LifeLock by Norton, I don't. <laughs> um, so when I was 17, 18, around that, that area there, I went to my first ever radio station. Um, I applied at a country station called US 97. They didn't want to hire a teenager. Okay. So I went to KLAZ 105.9, Hot Springs, Arkansas. And I said, hey, I'll do whatever you need. And they said, okay, well, we don't want you on the air because you're an idiot kid. And I said, okay, well, what can I do? I switched out the CD of the Rick D's weekly countdown. And that was like uh, an old DJ going, all right, number 32 this week. I mean, I basically do it now uh, for a country countdown. I switched out the CD because halfway through it took a different CD um, and I cleaned the lobby. Well, that was my job and I didn't do it very long, but there was a guy at the radio station who got caught stealing equipment, like uh, little sound things. And so they said, well, we need somebody to get on the air pretty quickly. And this is like a Thursday or something. And they needed someone on Saturday night. And they said, Bobby, you will go on the air because I've been waiting. I've been telling them I want to go on the air. I made sure they knew what my, what my goals were. And they said, okay, we're going to put you on the air. And they said, you have two options. Bobby Z or Bobby Bones. And I remember thinking, they're both terrible. And, but I didn't want to give any sort of pushback. And I would be like, what if we do something else? I was a kid. I just wanted to be on the air. And I thought for sure, if I take one of these ridiculous names, it'll change in a couple years. Or it'll change the week after. And I said, I'll go with Bobby Bones because at least that kind of sounds like a person. Yes, like a pirate. That's what it sounded like to me. Bobby Bones, But... I'll be Bobby Bones. And so uh, his name was Kevin Cruz who gave me that name. And every place that I went, I was connected with the last place I was. So when I went to from Hot Springs, Arkansas to Little Rock, I'd already been heard in a lot of the central Arkansas area. So I had to keep the same name. When I went to Little Rock to Austin, Texas, I was already like voice tracking nights in Austin as Bobby. B- so I just never shook it. So here I am today. I'm still waiting to change it. I can't wait to change it.
0: Too late now. So, yeah,
1: yeah, It probably yeah. is. You're Bones now. But that's where it comes from. It was given to me. It is. I was always embarrassed of it. I never liked it. I'm always a little embarrassed when I meet somebody who doesn't really know what I do. And someone goes, yeah, this is Bobby Bones. And they're like, that's your name? And I'm like, well, yeah, kind of. But that's where it comes from. And yes, my wife, she would rather die than be Caitlin Bones.
4: <laughs> die?
1: Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. She would rather die than be called Caitlin Bones. And so uh, she is not Caitlyn Bones, and good for her because uh, she she is not the wife of the radio named person. She is the wife of the guy she married, and so that's the situation. My real name is not Bones, but it is Bobby, and I was forced to have that name, and that's the, that's the story.
4: That's really awesome. Thanks so much for sharing.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. Now I've I want to change it again. Now I'm back to that spot, <laughs> <laughs> Mike. What do you call that? Well, a story, a soup, an origin, origin story? story, and that's an origin story wow. of a soup. Man, eh, not a superhero. Okay, Amy, what happened?
0: So I had to have some movers come to my house to move something. I don't want to say the company because of what happened, but they were from the company because this weighs over five hundred pounds.
1: So you called a legitimate company? Yes. To come and move what? What weighs so much? I I'm not
0: gonna say. Oh,
1: oh you don't even want to say that? Uh, yeah, because I don't want to say
0: the company. Okay. Okay. That's why, that's why I prefaced it with don't ask me those details.
4: Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because I don't want to get anybody in trouble, but I was just curious how other people would handle it. Clearly, when they came and they got the job done and everything was done well, but they walked into my house and they definitely smelled like they were a little bit high. They weren't like really high, high, but maybe just a tiny bit high. Okay. Because I could even see it in their eyes. They were high. So
1: they you smell it on them.
0: And it was obvious they were high.
1: And you could see... But not
0: obnoxious high.
1: Okay, go ahead.
0: So they still did the job, but I guess I was just curious, like, do you call and be like, hey, your employees are high right now on the job (laughs) or do you just ignore it because they did a good job? But then they're like driving away in their employee truck and then... I guess if they're just tiny high, then maybe they're. That's. Okay. I don't know it's what makes your it
1: okay scale. to like drive. she's Made up this ranking mm-hmm. system of because how-
0: I tried to compare it when we were talking about it at my house. We were trying to be like, well, if it was drinking, if someone showed up a tiny bit drunk, yes, I would, would be call. like, would oh, we're calling. So it's like this weird place. Of- that's a.
1: That is a great point. Yeah. If someone did show up a little drunk,
0: so you understand my predicament. Mm-hmm. Because it's not legal here. I know in some places it's legal. So if you're listening, you're probably like, what's the big deal? But it's not here. And I'm not trying to get anybody in trouble with the law. But alcohol
1: is legal too. And you can't be a little bit drunk.
0: I know. But with with a little bit of smoky. I don't know. Smoky? (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) 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 Are you sure, Amy? I'm just saying a little bit of smoky smoke. I don't know what is... Okay, okay, so and not you, okay. Other did than you that, call? No, okay. I didn't call, but what would you do? What
1: were you going to ask Eddie before I...
6: I just, I want to know if she's 100% sure she smelled the smoky smoke.
0: Yes, I know what it smells like.
1: Okay. I... Know what it smells like. I know what it smells <laughs> like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I know what it... Do I
1: think you should have called the company? No. If they would have messed up and broken something or dropped something or... Yes. Right, and maybe not even to say they're high.
0: Like they seem just like to good, say, "Hey, good people."
1: They uh, they they came. And what if
0: it was medicinal? I don't know what's going on with them.
1: <sighs> I think you anyway. made. The, I think you made the right call.
0: Mm-hmm. But next time they should not do that before they go. To I think house. had you
1: not smelled it, maybe you wouldn't have known. Mm. Maybe that's the issue.
0: It was a vibe. It was? <laughs> <laughs> so, so were they
1: vibe. laughing and stuff?
0: No. Okay.
1: They, they had freebies <laughs> all over. They
0: were like, Do you have any snacks? <laughs> you, you shouldn't call. Yeah. You shouldn't call. Okay.
1: Um, I, they were a little drunk though. I would say call. Yeah. Right? That's the weird that's thing. I know. I guess I don't consider that as bad as alcohol.
0: I know. I don't either. That's and why I didn't call. I've never,
1: you know, done either. But I think the fact that it's not legal and alcohol is—if you want to outlaw them both or allow them both, fine. But alcohol is worse for you than that is.
0: Yeah. Like I, yes, yes.
1: Eddie. Mm
6: -hmm. Yeah, I mean that's tough because you think about the alcohol. But uh, would you have called? No, man, they did a great job. Like I get. Maybe it made them better at their job. Maybe you know, like if they would have been like laughing and like (laughs) dropping stuff and like not doing the work right, I totally would have called. But everything was perfect. They smell like a little smoky smoke. I think
1: it's okay. Would anyone have called? Anyone at all? Because I, I don't think anyone would. I think you made the non-Karen decision. They, they did care. a good job and good for you.
0: Mm-hmm. They still got a tip. But
1: if I were them, I probably wouldn't. I'd just... No. Like,
0: but I was like, be careful where you this.
1: I'd like to do a little, cl- you know, a little... You can br- spray. A little brute. Yeah. <laughs> a little broody-brute. A little brute on your neck. <laughs> um, you did good, though. Okay. And... So I think Did they get moved and what was it? Yeah.
0: No, no I'm not saying? saying. What was 500 pounds? i tell you off air. I'm just not going to say the company on air. I'm not going to do it. Don't say it. I'm not saying about
2: a company. I'm asking what you had moved. Yeah, what object? But if I say what I had moved, you'll know. Oh, I
3: will? Yes. Are they connected? I
2: can't say anything. Does anyone know what she's alluding to? No. No,
3: because <laughs> I feel like even... a lot of companies move 500 pound things. I, I'm sure off the air oh, you'll really? tell me. You'll tell me. I can't
0: even. think of a lot of things in my house that weigh more than 500 pounds. Amy, are you on the smoky smoke? <laughs> <laughs> Men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags and more. And all Tacova's boots are made by hand If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S, and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Wanna say thanks for everybody who has helped with Saint Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but, you know, Somebody did, but St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in Hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's (laughs) musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room.
4: Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day.
3: This story comes to us from Largo, Florida. A man was outside blowing the leaves at 7.45 a.m. When the neighbor comes out in his robe and has a gun on his hip and says, turn off the blower or you get shot and wow. your dog gets shot. Oh, Well, now I hate the guy. Now I really hate the guy. Because of the dog? The dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he only had a robe and a holster on. Okay. <laughs> I don't know which... <laughs> the imagery's funny. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I don't like that he threatened the dog because the dog did nothing. Mm-hmm. I understand why you threatened the guy with the leaf blower, but not with a gun. Maybe you threaten him with, I'm going to call the HOA if you're doing this at a bad time. But so what happens? I would imagine he shouldn't have a gun.
3: Well, no, he just gets arrested for making a threat.
1: Well, I mean, it sounds like a guy who makes such a bad decision that he's made other bad decisions that would keep him from having a gun. Does it say that at all?
3: No, but he was arrested for aggravated assault, a felony, and discharging a firearm in public because he did do a fire, a warning shot. Oh. Again, that's the kind of person that shouldn't have a gun. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm a big gun guy, except for people who shouldn't have
1: guns, and Mm -hmm. I'm not a big gun guy.
3: (laughs) All right. Thank you, Lunchbox. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day.
1: So, we were set to have Ryan Reynolds on the show, big Hollywood actor, and... The interview day was when I got stuck in Las Vegas because we had the plane problem. So Scuba Steve had to step in. So here we go. Here is Scuba Steve doing a quick intro with Ryan Reynolds. Go ahead.
6: On the Bobby Bones
7: Show now. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan frickin' Reynolds. How you doing, man?
4: (laughs) I'm pretty good. Thank you. How are you?
7: I'm doing good. I'll be honest. I'm I'm very nervous. I'm the executive producer of the show, and normally I don't do these interviews. And we had some behind-the-scenes things take over, but I'm very excited to be speaking with you. You're doing great. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you.
1: Okay, so I guess that was the explanation. Some behind the scenes (laughs) things. So we have a movie called The Atom Project on Netflix. And here is Scuba talking about, you know, do you take any of your feelings that you're doing during these projects? Do they go home with you?
7: Did you take any of those feelings home with you to your family and your kids and your wife? particularly that last scene for those who will eventually see this, like that was the yeah. heart punch that really got me. Uh, it was an amazing scene, beautiful acting for all three of you guys. I just wondered if, if you took any of that home each day filming.
4: Uh, I'm, I i do not tend to be that guy that takes the stuff home, but I, I do understand the how fleeting time is. And I do understand that, you know, you, 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 you never know when you're going to be saying goodbye. And, um, you know, that's, that's the kind of, uh, that's the kind of feeling that I hopefully carry with me everywhere, independent of working on a movie or not. But, uh, yeah, you, you certainly, after shooting this film and during the process of it, I was probably hugging my kids a little tighter than normal and, you know, wanting to hang out with them a little bit more. I have three daughters who are, you know, pretty young, seven, five, and two. But, man, it goes by fast, as you know.
1: Hey, Scuba, The Adam Project, was it really good?
7: Oh, man. And I'm not just saying because we spoke with him and I'm trying to have a nice relationship with Netflix. That was a really, really good film. I'd put it probably in my top ten movies I've ever of all time. Ever? Wow. Ever, yeah. It's it was a really good film. I really enjoyed it. It was ever? it was well, a lot of good action. It had a great storyline. It, it made me cry. It was about it had like that the E. T. type Jurassic Park uh, type feel to it.
0: Oh, I'm in. Let's watch it,
7: Mike. That's
1: gonna movie Mike. Did you watch it? I liked it. I liked it a lot. I don't think it's one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life, but maybe in the last few years. That's still significant. It's really good. A few years. Yeah. Okay, so the Adam Project is on Netflix. You can watch it now with Ryan Reynolds. Here is the last question and the goodbye. Here you go.
7: Last question. It'll be a fun one as that was all emotional. Time Machines, that's what the movie's pretty much all about. If you had a choice to go back in time or forward in time, which would you choose? Back? Uh, if you choose that, what year and event in history forward, what are you wanting to see and what are you wanting to know?
4: Man, I don't think I would go back because that would be, you know, it would be too, there would be too many calls to action. You'd be wanting, inter- wanting to intervene in all kinds of crazy things. Um, but I think so. So going forward, I think would be interesting. I would love to see kind of what the, you know, what the world looks like 30, 40 years from now. Hopefully it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> as, uh, as fraught and scary as it all is right now. Um but I would, yeah, I would love to say, I'd also love to see what my, where my kids end up, okay. you know, it's a, it's a, it's a view into something that I don't think many of us would get to see, but I'd love to see where my kids are in 60 years from now. That would okay. be cool.
7: Yeah. I get you. Yeah. The perspective of life, once you've created it, it really changes everything. So you can relate yeah. and uh, I know you got to go. So I appreciate your time. Ryan Reynolds, the Adam project is on Netflix now streaming. Thank you for your time, man.
4: I appreciate it. Thank you for the interview. You're great. That was fantastic. Right, thanks, man. <laughs> Thank see you. you. Hey, pretty cool. Scoop, Steve.
1: Yeah, and if the movie's that good, I should watch it. I love Time I Machines. Yeah. No one told me it's a Time Machine. They kept going, hey, watch the movie so you can interview Ryan Reynolds. But uh, we couldn't fly home. I couldn't do anything. And so Scooby's like, I'll watch it. And then Mike watched it. And then Scooby interviewed him. So I really dropped the ball there. But I blame technology and airplanes. The Wright yeah. brothers. I'm finding a way. Oh, I, wow. I blame <laughs> the Wright them? brothers for this. Yeah. You're going that far back. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, that's it for today. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones.
2: You can find us on Facebook, too, Go. at Bobby Bones Show.
3: Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.